What's up, y'all? I'm saying y'all because I'm trying to get into character for my trip to Austin, Tejas tomorrow. Currently, it is Tuesday, April 23rd, 2019. It's about 3.30 p.m. I'm sweating my nuts off. It is so hot in LA. Um, that's right. I'm in LA. <clears throat> First podcast recorded in my apartment in three weeks, three or four weeks. I have windows open, so you will hear dogs barking and cars and all that sort of shit. But what are you going to do? I, I'm roasting. I had my ceiling fan on pretty high too, but, um, uh, it was just too loud, too loud, man, too loud. Um, sorry. I'm trying to get a bunch of stuff done before I leave for Austin. So, I've got my uh, yoga teacher, Alexis, coming over here. She's going to be here in about 45 minutes, 45, 50 minutes. So I got to crank this thing out before she gets here. <sighs> I'm just drenched in sweat. Yeah, the ceiling fan was too loud. I had to turn it. It's like on the lowest setting right now. So, I mean, there's a little bit of a breeze, but I'm just sitting here just sweating. What is the temperature um, this day in Los Angeles? Um, okay, that's full of shit. <laughs> that's 74 degrees. <laughs> Am I having hot flashes? Is that what this is? I have been cleaning... Whenever someone comes over, like my yoga teacher or a friend, anybody, well, my yoga teacher is my friend, but anybody, I feel the need to clean up. So I have been rushing around. Also, it's a lot hotter in here than it is outdoors. Um, and my wall, the main wall in my apartment faces the sun all day. So it's kind of like an oven. So it's, uh, it's, it's warm in here, guys. Trust me. Um, so I left my mom alone. Oh, Jesus. So this just means it's going to be a week of me in Austin, which I can't wait. I'm going to hang out with some friends, shoot a short film with some friends, see some other friends who are there at a comedy festival. I'm going to eat a lot of barbecue. But I'm also going to be worried about my mom the whole time. She's, uh, it's now been, you know, three weeks. She's up and moving around pretty well with the walker. Like when this first happened the first week, she was like really weak with the walker. Like when she would get up to walk to the bathroom, which was just, you know, 20 feet away, 
I would have to walk behind her kind of with my arms out. I've talked about this before. Just in case she fell, I would have to catch her. Now for the past week and a half or so, she's like just sits up in bed, gets up, scoots to the bathroom. I don't have to go with her. Um, scoots back. So she's doing all right. She's a lot stronger. She's really strong now. Physical therapy is coming out a couple times a week. A nurse is coming out a couple times a week. Um, I just need her to be able to get downstairs. She lives in a two-story house. It's really time to get that woman in a, a flat, smaller house. You know, she's not there with my dad anymore. So, um, and anytime I would bring this up over the past, you know, few years since my dad died, it's been, um, nope, I'm not going to move. I love this house. We put a lot of work into this house. We, we raised you kids in this house. I'm not going to move. I think now that the fact that my mom has fallen down the stairs and can't walk and the fact that my sister, my sister, who is also living in that house, has fallen down the same stairs and is now in a hospital, been there for two, two fucking weeks. I think that's a pretty good argument for her moving. I got to have that discussion with her when I get back. Um, It is so crazy, the perfect storm of bullshit. Uh, I'm writing that down. The perfect storm of bullshit that had to happen for this, like, my mom's, boy, I went falsetto on that. My mom, my mom's, you know, hurt herself before. She's had surgeries, you know, or she had some trouble walking. But the fact that my sister lives there, it's been kind of a blessing because she can help out. She can cook. She can do dishes. She can clean. She can do my mom's laundry. She can, you know, be there if my mom needs help. In the past, it's worked out to be a huge blessing that my 48-year-old sister lives at home with with my mom. And um, normally, she'd be helping out now. But the fact she fell down the same fucking stairs two days later is now in a rehab hospital, you know, being re-taught how to, re-taught how to walk on her knee. I mean, not walk on her knee. <laughs> walk and use her knee again. It's crazy. What are the odds, man? My, I mean, uh, my shitbag brother doesn't check in at all. What a dick. What a fucking dickhead. I kind of hope that when he's older, his kid doesn't fucking talk to him. Just uh, secretly, I just kind of hope that nobody... I want everyone to fucking blow him off when he's really old. Ugh. That's just the real, that's just the grudge side of me talking right now. Uh, nobody should have to go through that. That's fucking lame. Oh, well, whatever. Um, so uh, I left my mom at the house and boy, I really made sure she's <laughs> at least not going to starve to death. I went to Lowe's and got like, the biggest mini fridge I could find 
technically not a mini fridge. It's like four feet tall. It's a pretty big fridge. Um, it's not one of those little perfectly square tiny ones in, that you'd see in a dorm room. This is a big ass mini fridge. I got that. I lugged that up the stairs. I almost had a heart attack doing that. That's like just a couple feet away from my mom's bed. Like it's her bed. There's a nightstand and then there's this gigantic fridge and I've filled it with fruit. So at least for a few days before the fruit goes bad, she'll be great. <laughs> filled it with fruit. Um, a lot of insure just so I can make sure she's at least getting some nutrients and protein and vitamins. Um, that's something. Um, and filled it with water, uh, a couple sodas, um, and then, you know, a case of water up on top of the fridge, a case of insure on top of the fridge, you know, a case of water next to the fridge. She's not definitely not going to die of dehydration. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and I put a, you know, there's a bunch of dried fruit in bags, you know, on top of the fruit. Like, she's got a lot of food upstairs. Like, you know, I hate to just think of her sitting up there eating, <laughs> you know, drinking and sure. But that's all just uh, for worst case scenario stuff. She, our neighbor knows about her injury and can check on her. Um, like I said, I think last week we have a family friend who is a plumber slash electrician, and he is this week installing, a, and I'm sure a bunch of next week, installing this bathtub in uh, the guest bathroom, which is just a couple doors down the hall from my mom. Um, uh, I helped to get my mom one of those bathtubs that uh, has a door. So you can get in and out. It's for old people who can't climb up into a tub. You know, my mom hadn't taken a bath in years, you know, because her just knees are too weak and she has trouble getting out of the bathtub. She can get in. Like she can sit on the edge of the tub, fill it with water, and then just scoot over and get in the tub and she's fine. It's just getting out that she has problems. So she hasn't really taken a bath in fucking years just showers, you know, she's got a, sh a nice shower, but like I felt bad cause she, I know my mom just really digs baths and <laughs> my mom just really digs baths. Um, uh, so I was like, we got to get you a bathtub. And so this family friend is tearing down the entire bathroom, guest bathroom upstairs and um, like pulling up the carpets. And yes, I said carpets. This In the 70s, when we first got this house, when my parents first got this house, there was fucking carpet in the bathrooms that has just always been there. And as a kid growing up, it was just there. So I thought that was normal. And it wasn't until I was older, I'm like, wait a minute, there shouldn't be carpet in bathrooms. I'm writing that down. Because of mold. <laughs> I 
right? Like you get out of the bathtub, even if you have a shower mat, it's going to soak through that. And eventually you're going to have mold under the carpet in the bathrooms. That's just weird. So uh, they've been pulling out the carpet the past couple days. They had to pull up chunks of the floor that were damaged from water damage. So yeah, don't put carpet in your fucking bathrooms. That's so weird to me. And her bathroom in her room has, you know, in the master bedroom has carpet. It's it's just bizarre. Um, it's not something you see very often. Um, and so they've been working on that. They had to take out all the counters. They had to take out the old bathtub, which was just gigantic. I can't even explain it. I'll post photos of the of what the bathroom looks like now. But the countertops are all gone. The sinks are out. Everything is out but the toilet. And it's just a torn up room. And so now they're going to have to fix the floors, retile. So luckily, this family friend is going to be working on this until he's done, which I'm assuming is going to be at least a couple weeks. So the plus side is uh, he will be at at my mom's house just a few rooms down for the next couple weeks. Like he'll be there all day. My mom's really only going to be alone at night. So it's, it was a little easier walking away today, knowing that there's going to be somebody there. Uh, my mom's friend, Missy is going to be, who lives very close by is well aware of this scenario. Her husband is an orthopedist and that's where, you know, his office is where my mom got her, x-rays and stuff. And so they're well aware of the situation and will uh, agree to check in on her. And, you know, they both said, if you ever, if you need anything, food or anything, call us, we'll come by whatever you need. So my mom's going to be fine. I I even got a a telephone uh, from downstairs in the house and put it in my mom's bathroom in case she falls in the bathroom and can't get to her over by her bed where the telephone is like I'm making sure no stone is unturned like all my bases are covered if my mom falls like if she falls in the bathroom there's literally a phone right there she can just reach up and call 911 um I wish she would get a life alert too I used to think those commercials were funny when I was a kid I've fallen and I can't get up I was like, really? You can't get up? It seems so weird when I was young. And now, like, after witnessing all this, like, I'm like, geez, if my mom gets in a chair that's too deep, like a, a big comfy chair, she can't get out of it. And I have to, like, pull her up. I'm like, oh, man. Old people really can't just push themselves up. It's crazy. So now I think a life alert is just genius. In fact, I think everybody should have a life alert. (laughs) Even like 16 year olds, teenagers, college kids. I think, isn't it kind of, wouldn't it be kind of brilliant if everybody had life alerts? Like, you fall down and hurt your, you fall down a flight of stairs and paralyze yourself and you're by yourself. You can literally just turn on your life alert, 
Turn on your life alert. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I think this is kind of genius. Um, something to think about. Maybe I'll get a life alert. Maybe I'll get everyone in my family. <laughs> my mom's birthday is next month. I should get her a life alert. And then, uh, or if I don't, I should for Christmas get my sister and my mom and myself life alerts, like matching life alerts. I was going to get my mom a walkie talkie <laughs> before my sister fell down the stairs and hurt herself. I was, you know, so they didn't have to keep using the telephone, you know, I was going to get walkie-talkies and put one in my sister's room and one upstairs. Makes sense. I'm just trying. I'm one of those. I'm like one of those parents that's like overly cautious of their, you know, uh, you know, two or three year old who's just learned to walk. I'm like, uh, gee, please don't fall. Like I, I'm just one of those overly cautious, overly protective kids. I'm overly protective of my mom. And I think it's more so since my dad died a few years ago. Like my mom's, she's my only parent. She's the only one left. I don't want her to die for a long time. And so, I mean, obviously, listen to that plane. I mean, I obviously don't want her to die for a long time. I've been living in her goddamn house for three weeks. I'm 50 and I'm living in my mom's house for three weeks. It's really bizarre. Um, it's been kind of fun at times, too. I mean, it's exhausting running errands, going to get food constantly, taking food to my sister who hates the hospital food where she's at, just trying to keep everybody happy. I've said this before, you know, I'm a people pleaser. Um, so I just want everybody to be happy. Um that said, it's been kind of awesome at night going and getting dinner for me and my mom and then just bring her, her food up on a tray and then me sitting in the chair by her bed, you know, with a TV dinner tray and then us just watching Jeopardy and then watching Wheel of Fortune and then watching an hour of Andy Griffith's show. Gomer Pyle and then calling it a night. It's that's been the best part of the day is watching Andy Griffith and and TV with my mom. It actually hasn't been too bad. It's just been stressful, you know. Each day I'm like, when is she going to be able to get downstairs? This is just this is really stressing me out, man. So, uh I'm hoping by the time I get back, my sister might be at home or close to being home. You know, that first week and a half, she they weren't even letting her put weight on her leg, let alone bend it. And it was just a dislocated patella. They just popped it back in. I was like, oh, they'll probably have her within a couple days bending her leg and taking it slow. But she literally was just like in a bed with a splint on, unable to bend her knee. But now she's finally, they're letting her put weight on her leg. 
and using a walker to get around, which is encouraging. She's walking all over the rehab hospital, which is good. She says it doesn't hurt. Um, she can finally take the splint off. Like she gets to sleep without the splint on. That was the rough part for her. She said she can't sleep on her back. She's a side sleeper. I'm the same way. I don't like sleeping on my back. And it's just, she said, it's just hard to sleep on her side with a, a splint on her leg. You know, this gigantic brace that goes from her hip all the way down to her ankle. Uh, so she's finally allowed to take that off. She can get in and out of the shower on her own now. So I, I'm estimating she'll be back soon. God, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe I'm just projecting. Ugh. That's so weird. It's weird to be home. I'm just like in my apartment now and it's just the way I left it. A disgusting mess. <laughs> I'm excited to sleep in my own bed. I've been sleeping really, really poorly. Like last night, for instance, went to bed at 10. Actually went to bed at nine. Didn't really fall asleep till probably 10, 30, maybe even 11. And then woke up at like 2.30 or 3, wide awake. Wide awake. And just watched music videos on YouTube, anything I could think of. I, I went down a whole rabbit hole of Faith No More music videos, like live. I like watching live concert videos. And so it was just, oh, what about this song? And then I watched the Tragically Hip final concert before Gord Downey, you know, died of his uh, brain cancer. Um, they, they filmed the last show, which was pretty amazing, pretty powerful. So I watched that last night. I'm laying in bed at like three o'clock in the morning, wide awake, watching this band's final concert, bawling my eyes out <laughs> and then watching interviews with him. And uh, it was just crazy. And then next thing I know, it's 430 in the morning, almost five. And I sleep two more hours. So I'm getting, you know, like like maybe five or six hours of sleep a night. And that's totally like, totally normal. That's how it's been for like three weeks. I'm also terrified to get into a deep sleep because, you know, if my mom falls and hurts herself, I want to be awake to hear her screams or hear her yell out or call me even. So it's been, uh, I'm exhausted. I'm curious to see also, oh my God, the pillows, the pillows in that bedroom, the guest bedroom, my former childhood bedroom, the pillows that my mom has in there, there's like four pillows. There's like two pillows on each side of the bed. It's like a king size bed. I'm a giant. So I had a big bed when I was younger. I still do. I have a California king now, but for some reason, the pillows on the bed are so thin, they're like, I mean, they're like, if you hold your arm, if you look at your arm sideways, like right where your wrist is, that's how thick the pillow is. So basically when you lay your head on it, your head just mushes it down till you're touching mattress. And because of my vertigo, I can't sleep like that. So I'm literally like folding over pillows putting my arm under the pillow for extra lift. 
Jesus. <clears throat> Jeez Louise. I went and bought a pillow. <laughs> I went to Bed Bath & Beyond yesterday. It's crazy it took me two and a half weeks, but I finally went and got a, like a, a fluffier pillow, thinking that would help me sleep better last night. It really, it, it felt better, but I, I apparently that's not my problem. We'll see how I sleep tonight. I'm just staring at my bed right now going, oh, I would love to take a nap. But no, I have to record a podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to go to Austin. I'm really barely working on this short film. I, I just wanted to go and have more time to hang out with my friends and just have a little bit of a vacation. And there's a comedy festival, so a lot more of my buddies are going to be out there. Um yeah, I'm excited to go to Austin. I have not been to Austin in well over a decade, probably two decades. It's been like the early 2000s. In fact, I think the last time I was in Austin was like 2001. It was right after 9-11. And I was driving across country from Florida, of all places, back to L.A. I drove to Florida because all the flights were canceled. Uh, after 9-11, so I had to uh, quickly scramble to, uh, it was for a job, I had to quickly scramble and rent a car, drive like a madman all the way to Clearwater, Florida to shoot something for a couple days and then drive back. The drive back was fun because there was no pressure. I wasn't under a time constraint, so I stopped in New Orleans for a day, really quick one. I'd never been to New Orleans before. I was like, I, I got to do this now. I don't know when it's going to happen after. So went to New Orleans. That, by the way, was my only time going to New Orleans. And then uh, I stopped in Austin. I, I called a friend and she's like, yeah, come over. I hadn't seen her in forever. And so great story, Steve. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's been a long time since I've been to Austin. I'm very excited. Um, this time tomorrow, I will be in Austin. Uh, medically, what else is going on? Medically, my whole existence has been, I mean, my whole existence has been my mom and my sister for the past almost three weeks. That's, that's, that's it. It's, it's odd because... I'm so focused on my mother's health and then sub-focused on my sister's health that I really have not been paying attention to my own health. Luckily, I've just been at that house and it's just me and my mom for the most part, so I'm not out getting sick anywhere. <laughs> That's a positive. Um, uh, vertigo hasn't been bad. Um uh, I feel pretty good. I have been eating like garbage though. I just, with all the errands I'm running for my mom, I'm just like, the last thing I want to do is also cook a meal. I sound like a parent. I work all day. Last thing I want to do is come home and cook a meal. <laughs> 
So it's been a lot of like restaurant food, not fast food. I haven't gotten us any fast. Food. Well, there were a couple times in the past couple weeks that I got us in and out. At my mom's request, it wasn't my idea. She's like, you know what I would love? in and out Burger. I was like, well, I'm definitely not going to deny you that. <laughs> so in and out it was. I keep checking to see if my yoga instructor's back. But it's a lot of like, my mom likes weird food. Like there's this restaurant we used to go to when I was a kid in Riverside. I won't say the name. But it's it's like watching an old movie where you're like, this doesn't hold up. My mom still likes it. There's like an Italian restaurant that my mom loves. I take her to all the time. And the food is just too over saturated with garlic. They put garlic in everything at this restaurant. Like you park outside the restaurant and you get out of your car and you just smell garlic. And then you go in and you're like, Jesus Christ, with the garlic already. But my mom loves it. So I go there, get a lot. We had a lot of Italian food, a lot of sandwich stuff. Um, so I, I, I've just been way off the rails as far as diet goes. I'm sure I've gained a pretty decent chunk back. But I'm, I, I, it's funny because I've actually like for a week now have just been craving going to the gym. I've been craving, you know, like good food and vegetables and like, ugh. It's funny when you get to a point where you've eaten so much garbage that you're like, <laughs> you're like, I, you know what I want? I want some broccoli. <laughs> Just like, oh, I could, I would, oh, you know what I'm craving right now? A stock of broccoli and an ice cold water. <laughs> Your body knows, man. Your body's just like. Hey man, uh, please no more burritos. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, kid, enough with the fucking burritos. Not one more quesadilla, please. Unless it's filled with spinach and, bro <laughs> and broccoli. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get some Chinese food. Lots of vegetables tonight. Stir fry. Oh. Because let's face it, Austin is going to be all about barbecue. Oh. I'm literally just so excited. I'm giddy about going to Austin. <laughs> Normally I'd be like, oh yeah, that's cool. I'm going to see some friends. It'll be fun. The fact that I've been stuck in Riverside in my childhood home for two and a half weeks, I'm just now like... Oh, I can't wait to go. I can't wait to fly. <laughs> I literally can't wait to drive to the airport. Uh, look, ever, there are people with it that have it way worse. I know that. And I'm glad I can help my mom. I, I've said it before, but very happy I'm in a position where I can help my mom out and uh, be there for her. I would have it no other way, you know, when my dad was sick and dying, uh, you know, the last 
I don't know, four or five months of his life, four months maybe, uh, I backed out of a decent sized movie and a decent paycheck to stay, stay here with him and spend time with my dad and do not regret it at all. You know, you look back on times like this and you're like, you know, years later, you're like, Oh my God, I think I'd be needing much more therapy if I had gone to do this movie, you know, in South America for three months and, you know, had my dad die while I was out of the country, I would have felt so guilty, you know, like that survivor's guilt or whatever it is. I would have felt horrible. And, uh, and not even that, it was just great to spend time talking to my dad. And likewise, it's, and I learned from that, from that, you know, uh, whole situation, I learned how rewarding it is to spend time with your parents, you know, when they're older. And it's been far less of a chore. I know I complain about (laughs) Riverside, but you know, and I'm trying to make up for even more, you know, stuff I didn't get to do for my dad, like buy him a bunch of stuff and make him more comfortable because I wasn't making as much money, you know, a few years ago. And so now I'm at a, a position where I have some money. I don't have a ton, but I'm able to buy my mom like a fucking refrigerator for her bedroom. And that's got to go when she's healed. <laughs> I don't want her just going, well, I don't need to leave now. I told her this morning, I was like, Jesus Christ, it's like now you live in a studio apartment. There's this whole other house going on that you just don't even need anymore because you have a fridge up here. I can't wait to do yoga. My feet have been hurting, my feet and lower back and legs, and I think it's because I'm in my car so much running to see my sister, running to do errands for my mom, running to get food for everybody, spending a lot of time in my car the past two weeks. And also some of it's just me sitting in my car just for some quiet alone time as per usual. But I think it's just because my knees are bent, you know, I'm bent at the waist, kind of slouched over. So my back and, and legs are sore. Can't wait to do the yoga. I've been doing, you know, the poses that I can remember, which aren't a lot. I do those when I when I think of when I think of it. But uh, oh, it'll be good to good to stretch this back out. Oh boy, this is a boring episode, isn't it? <laughs> I apologize, but I literally have been in the car driving out to LA all afternoon and I had to go get some stuff for my wardrobe fitting and I got yoga. So it's literally, it's, I mean, I'm trying to get these cranked out whenever I have a free moment. Alexis, my yoga instructor was like, okay, I'm on my way over. I'm coming from uh, Santa Monica. So I was like, okay, that gives me about 45 minutes. So I should record right now. I think I'm almost out of time. I know this is going to be a short episode. I say that a lot, and then all of a sudden there's 20 more minutes go by. But I think think that's going to be it. I got a pack still. I got to go to the bank. Um, 
I got to get food. There's no food in my apartment. Just driving again for food. Um, my nickname should be Meals on Wheels. <laughs> Meals on Heels. Um, yeah, I can't wait till I have nothing to do. I can just sit with some guests and do some decent episodes that you guys really deserve. So it's been, uh, it's been about 40 minutes. I think I got, I got to call it. Alexa should be here very soon. You guys, thank you for putting up with these uh, bizarre episodes the past few weeks. And they are bizarre. Like it's me. Like I said, I think I said it last week. It's like Groundhog Day. Really every episode, the last couple, the last three episodes are just, well, no, I got Dave and Eve last week. Never mind. I was going to say everything. It's just the same thing. Me talking about my mom's, uh, you know, injury and my sister's injury and me getting food. It's just groundhog day. <laughs> well, hopefully I have more to uh, talk about next week. Better updates. Um, oh, my God. I know I forgot some shit. But my brain is fried. I'm going to, I got to get something to eat and um, relax a little bit before I do yoga. All right, you guys, thank you for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. Thanks for your continued support. If you haven't, and if you're an iTunes subscriber, uh, go to iTunes and uh, give us a rating and leave a comment. It helps boost us up in the, uh, in the, uh, uh, what do you call it? I don't know. In the, uh, <laughs> in the iTunes charts, it, it, it makes, when a lot of people are commenting and leaving, uh, ratings, it kind of raises your visibility, visibility <laughs> in iTunes. I, I, what I really need is an app right now. So uh, go leave us a, a comment and um, a rating and um, click subscribe. If you're not subscribing, that helps as well. Uh, I really appreciate your listening and your emails and your comments on Instagram. And um, stay healthy, guys. Talk to you next week. Bye. Star Bands Audio, a, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.